What's good, y'all? Coming back, episode number two, OTR on the Run podcast. Uh, your boy Brandon here with my co-host, Janeiro. Uh, and and we today we special guest. Today we got our special guest. We got our boy Alan in the house. Introduce yeah. yourself. Hi, my name is Alan Marin. Uh, I'm also an ME major. I've been boys with these guys for like about two years now, actually. Two years, yeah. So shit, two shit. years feels two years feels like it's been one year, bro. Time flies for real. Veterans now. Time flies for real, but shit. I don't know what veterans for what, but I guess it's something good, right? I don't know. Uh, today we just wanted to have a conversation. Uh, before we get into that conversation, I guess we're gonna do the same kind of introduction we did for ourselves with Alan. So tell us a little bit about yourself, like who you are, uh, where you're from, your little backstory. Give us an introduction. Yeah, so uh, I grew up here in Vegas uh, for basically most of my life. Born and raised, or I was born here. I wasn't raised here actually. So. Okay. Where Where did you grow up? So when where was, were you raised? When I was like in the first grade, um, my family. I thought that I was gay. No, bro. Okay, no, keep no, going, no, bro. bro. <laughs> yeah, it is gonna be. Listen, this is staying in. <laughs> actually, you're in the it was too. It was too. It was too good. It was too good. All right, keep going, bro. Like, uh, we started. We stopping. No, keep going. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So um, I moved to Perum. So my, my Perum. Yeah, dude. That's I had no. Hold on, hold on, bro. I'm a. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> to sell fireworks is crazy. <laughs> but hold on. I got to reconsider our friendship because I did not know you grew up in Peru. That's wild. Exactly. I know. Yeah, but, but, but y'all never asked. Where's Alex? Okay. Okay, well, let him continue. All right. So, Peru. <laughs> so, I moved out to Peru and then, like, about, I want to say, into the fourth grade. So, I was there for, like, I don't know, a good, good portion of my childhood. Okay. Um. Yeah, but it was, like, a big backyard. So, I, like, I had, like, you know, here, here in Vegas, I got no backyard and shit. So, like, I had, I think it was, like, an acre of land out there. Right. So, it was kind of, like, the wild, you know? Yeah, they have a big land. Um, they got crackheads. They got crackheads out there. In Pahrump? Yeah. I thought they had just had fireworks, to be honest. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're people out there racist for real. Damn. Really? Yeah. Damn. So it's really bad, actually, out there. I thought Damn. you lived in the How, from, from what age to what age did you grow up out there? Um, First grade, how old are you? Like, what, five or six? Six. 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 Five, six. Seven. I was seven. I was like, six. <laughs> I was held back once. Uh, I was seven. background story. Like he, was, he was ten in the first grade. <laughs> <laughs> I got held back in hey. kindergarten. <laughs> okay, okay, but let's not, let's not get off topic. So, um, yeah. from five, five, six, you were out there five, until six, when? Five, six, until, like, I was about nine years old, ten years old. I moved okay. back here when the fifth grade uh, i mean that i still consider that raised in vegas i mean you were out there for a few years but yeah i was out there for that's like super young you weren't even like <laughs> i was well, gonna shit. say you weren't even talking yet, but you you weren't even <laughs> i was talking before i left here <laughs> but nah. you were like you weren't like outside outside you know Nah, yeah i guess um see i was out there for a bit came back out here um my family's super religious or my mom is at least um i guess for me really it's just kind of like I like to ask questions. Okay. I see, like, I don't. I hate taking stuff for for truth. Right. I think in this life or how we should live our lives is kind of like uh, breaking these belief systems that we do have. So, right. for example, like when people tell you we don't we don't question what we believe, right? So we don't never question why the sun is yellow. Right. Right. Why? Or the Earth being flat. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna skip over that one, but uh, we don't we don't question why the why the sun is yellow. Why? Because we see it come up every day, right? We don't question if the sun's going to come up tomorrow, if the moon's going to come up tomorrow. Why? Because we see it, right? That's mm-hmm. a belief system that we have. But what, what if one day that the sun didn't come up, right? 
that's just me personally. So I'm, uh, I ain't gonna lie, you just said a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we'll, 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 we'll let you we'll let you elaborate on that a little bit later. But let's not get too off topic. Uh, I just wanted like a little introduction for yourself. So you you told us about moving to Pahrump at a mm-hmm. at a young age. You told us about your family dynamic. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family. Like you got brothers and sisters, uh, mom and dad in your life. What are they like? Yeah, so I'm a family of eight. So dang, a big ass family. I got three sisters, two brothers. So it comes out to be like three and three, three boys, three girls. Okay. Um, interesting. All of our names start with an A. So was that by design or? Okay. Once they popped out, my oldest sister, they're like, "Fuck it." All, a. All eight. All eight of them are gonna be called. List them off. List them off. You can't do that. That's, that's personal information. That's personal information. Personal I mean, about ours. I mean, but anyways, anyways. Um, I didn't really. Anyways, grow, I didn't really grow up with my dad in my life, so I think I grew up with him when I was up to like four years old. So I don't really remember him that much. Okay. Um. Yeah. Until I grew up, I think he's kind of more active in my life now, like since I was like eighteen or what. But like I think at that point I kind of like accepted, or I kind of grew up without him. So. That's kind of where I was at at that point. Uh, grew up with my mom. My mom's probably like the one person that I probably like look up to the most. Um, just cause like what I remember seeing, um, and just kind of like remember like doing a lot of things that I regret now. But going back then was probably one of the strongest moments she probably had. Just raising like six kids by herself, you know. Um, I wasn't that smart. Nah, I, I. That's a lie. He's actually very smart. I I heard. That's him. a lie. He's actually not very smart. I, he- I heard in your guys' first podcast that, like... You heard our podcast? Yeah. Oh, wait, we love you already. Can you stay for the other episode? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, I felt freshman Spanish. Like, I... You failed freshman Spanish? I failed freshman Spanish. Thing. Fucking Nosalo. Uh, Spanish history. He's yeah, a Nosalo. Yeah, my first F. Um, That's wild to All me. throughout elementary school, Did I think... Did you try? I tried. Yeah, I tried. I think the one time I w- remember being smart was in the first grade when I like I aced the times table, whatever. Oh yeah, that when they used to give you like thirty seconds yeah, to finish like th- like fifty proms or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did good in that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I, I credit that to my teacher, and I remember her teaching us algebra in the first grade, and that's yeah. like that's like the I would say peak of my life. What? <laughs> you peaked in kindergarten? In first grade, actually. You peaked in first grade. No, it's just all uh, been downhill since then. But when I when I came back here to <laughs> Vegas, um, like dude, I had like G two point grade and was my I have, highest grade was probably like a C plus mm. all throughout like middle Wait, school. What made you choose to be an engineer? I I get to that. I get to that. So he's in trolling. All right, continue. Yeah. So this could be a whole hour. No middle school, right, all C's, high s- high school. I, I had all C's, um, and then I got forced to go to a school called Nevada State High School. Freshman year of high school, I had a 1.6 GPA, and it, at that point, I was kind of like, I'm about to drop out of high school. Don't. Uh, and then... Why are you what? saying don't now? See, it's been graduated. 10 years since he's been in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you make him seem like he's old? I mean, uh, I mean, you know, it's been, it's been fucking time since he's been in high school. He's like, don't drop out of high school. No, really? No, really? That's like when people tell a story and like, did you die? Like, asshole, I'm right here. I'm right here, bro. All right, man. You getting him off topic. And then the in the 10th grade, I cheated in all my classes, and I didn't know shit. I yeah. cheated, but I had all A's. Okay. I had all A's. I mean, I respect. Respect. But I just knew, like, after 10th grade, like, I knew, I was self-aware that I wasn't smart. And I was like, shit, this is it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be anything. 
And all through my life, like all my cousins and stuff like that, they never graduated high school. So baby daddies at the age of 16. Yeah. Uh, and so like none of them ever graduating. So I never really saw like I would say success in my life. Um, so it was just always kind of like just work. So to me, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to start working, whatever. And it wasn't until my mom forced me to go to a school called like a dual credit program. And I told myself where the way the program was structured was that if you failed the class, you had to pay for it. Well, but it was it was a free college class. We went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, I was like, cool. I failed the class. My mom can't pay for it. I can't pay for it. I'm dropping out. And that was straight in my mindset. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I'm not going to, like, give up on this. Though. Right. Yeah, for sure. So I said, okay, I'll take, I'll do, I'll do it. And the first semester was probably, like, what, three classes they make you take just so that you don't, like, get overwhelmed. And, classes. and I placed into like a low math class. I think like elementary, al- elementary math or like middle school math or something like that at the as a junior. And I damn. just remember like, damn, like this is it. And I I took the English placement test. Didn't pass it. Like I placed into like English ninety eight, not even a hundred, dude. Dang, a hundred is like the low. And then one on one standard, I didn't even place into a hundred, dude. I placed really? into ninety eight. Like I was I seen you as a smart person to me. I n- this I, is all a surprise. I never have. <laughs> what? <laughs> so am I. You were really good in all the classes we had. Too. I mean, I never had him as I just had him you as had a student. Him as, as a student, class. and he yeah. failed in my class. Yeah. yeah but you failed like, my class too. But I failed on purpose. Okay. Then that's <laughs> then you're even more stupid than someone who <laughs> failed on accident. I'm just kidding. No, I failed because I didn't. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I think like <clears throat> the one thing that probably propelled me. To actually do good was like my math professor for that class. Um, <clears throat> I remember like probably looking back on it, I'd probably asking like easy ass questions where it's like, what's two plus two to like a first grader, right? And you know, I would spend maybe an hour after math class, and my class for the first semester was like at 7 p.m., so I wouldn't leave school until 9 p.m. And th- that was like dedication for me because I didn't have like a ride. Um, so I, I grew up dirt poor. So like I would walk to the CSM. I had to walk to like school or whatever, or my mom would like kind of cook rides. But like I said, I grew up with like a single mom, so she was working half the time. So the other half the time, I was kind of like just hitching rides with people. Um, and I think like kind of like for that sense, it was kind of like my in my word of just kind of like I wanted to do more, or I kind of blamed myself on my circumstances, saying like, "Well, I'll never do this because of X reason." Right, like you saw you saw it as like an easy excuse for mm-hmm. you to be to stay where you are, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think, unfortunately, that's the way, like, a lot of people, like, see life as it is. Right. So they don't, they didn't grow up with an education. Or they think they're, like, 30 years old now, and they're like, it's too late to go back to school. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, it is what it is. Yeah. And then now for the next 30 years of their life, which is still a long time, right. they still have to stay out their life, or they don't make any change. 100%. Like, one quick story I want to I wanna tell, I guess, it is, you know, not to get too off track, but it's kind of related to what you're saying. When I was teaching, uh, I remember having older people in my class, like people older than me, like people were like 50s, 40s, and I'm like 20, what, 21, 22 teaching and like twice my age, more than twice my age. And you have these conversations with them and they're not like the traditional student, you know, like the typical person who's in there is probably like my age, maybe a year or two younger than me. Yeah. But these people are a little bit older and they approach school like a little bit differently like they have a different perspective just because of the life experience that they've had maybe they've had more jobs maybe they're married they have kids they have a life outside of this you know like they know more about the world and one conversation that i had um 
with a student, I asked them, like, what, what is the reason, like, what brought you back to school? And they were like, well, I was going to get four years older anyway. <laughs> I might as well be four years older and have a degree, you know? Damn. And especially in something, if it interests you, it really is never too late, right? Obviously, school is not the solution for everybody. It's not for everybody. But you should never discount yourself from being able to do it just by where you where you come from or if you think you're not smart enough or if you've never seen nobody like you do it if you really want it it's possible and the time is going to pass anyway you might as well put it into something that's worth it inshallah bro alright that's true yeah <clears throat> that's true and then um and that was the first semester and I and I'm more appreciative to the that easy math professor right. because that kind of like led me down to a whole rabbit hole of me actually succeeding in my high school career and such so like i said um first semester whatever blah blah, blah. second semester i still told myself a fellow class I'm, I'm dropping out of high school and a part of me was kind of like well i kind of want to drop out of high school so i decided to take an eight-week pre-calc one and pre-calc two course in that second semester and i got a b plus in the first one it was like an 89 and the professor didn't occur and that kind of made me mad but so i was like okay fine and i took him the same professor for the second half a week so I was like, fine, 127, I want to ace your class, I don't care. And, of course, 127 is a hard-ass class if you pre-calc two, and I aced this class. And that kind of made me realize, like, I kind of like math. Um, I took calc senior year, calc two senior year. So I went from literally taking, like, elementary, high, middle school algebra, whatever. Mm-hmm. By the time to graduating, I was taking, like, calc two. And uh, I think that's what kind of made me realize, like, hey, like, I can you graduate. have potential. I have potential. Absolutely. And I think, like... Just that right there kind of made me realize, okay. And I still, at this point, I, I never seen anybody go to college in my life. Like, if, I didn't even know what UNLV was, even as a senior. Like, first week, people were saying, oh, I want to go to this school, this school. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, shit, what the hell? Where am I going to go? I'm like, what's college? I, I was, actually, I wasn't even asking, where am I going? It was kind of like, okay, cool. Once high school is done, I'll, I'll get to that point when I get to yeah, that exactly. point. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, you don't even see it, but I remember the same thing. Like, you just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think about it. And it's so wild how nobody really understands what that's like. Yep. And I think, like, once I graduated, um, I, I didn't know what to do. And actually, that school I went to, they had us do, like, some type of degree planning. So to kind of help you for your future. I was I was still, like, that kid who didn't really like to learn or who didn't really care about education that much. So I literally copied and pasted um, <laughs> one of the degree plans. And it happened to be mechanical engineering. Okay? But, but this, this, is, this is the weird part. Mm, that's, <laughs> des- that's destiny, my they boy. They had three plans. One was, like, for business. One was for nursing. One was for mechanical engineering. I remember in freshman year of high school, the year I had a 1.6 GPA, I tried my hardest in biology. I tried my hardest. Like, I was like, I'm studying every day. It just doesn't click. And it, it, I still got a D in that yeah. class, right? It'd be like that. And and the projected plans they had for nursing and business, both both of them had biology. Mm. The only one that, nope. did, the only one that did not biology. have biology was mechanical engineering. Yeah, and I, was, I hated biology. And I was like, fine, whatever, I don't care. I'm, and at that point, I was like, I'm just going to copy whatever. So I literally copied it, and I was like, as long as I didn't have biology, I don't care. And I started taking, like, those classes. I started taking the chemistry classes. I passed it. I started taking the math classes, passed the philosophy classes, and I was like, cool, this this is not too bad. Um, And that's kind of where I I, I went. Um, Should be graduating this summertime. I'm only in, like, short one credit after this semester. But um, I think after I started taking, like, the the Calc 2 class and, like, still in senior year of high school, about near the end of the second half of it, that's when I was like, hey, now I know what like other majors are like and what I can classes I should be taking. Um, that's when I realized that like 
I really did actually like enjoy mechanical engineering, or for the most part, I actually looked into civil and mechanical. But I saw more, I guess, up potential or scalability in the mechanical side of it. Don't do civil, guys. It's too easy. <laughs> no, but I mean that's a really good introduction. Um, I think even knowing you two years, and I feel like I consider you one of the closest friends I have, like from a son? university. <laughs> I do consider you a son, but you I want to be polite. Like a son. I want to be polite on podcast. Oh, and oh, I consider you one of the closest friends. I know bullshit. Yeah. One of the closest friends I have in from like engineering and stuff. And I had no idea, like really about your backstory. I guess yeah, we never I, sat down and talked about sat it. Down. Yeah. I didn't know Brandon read books. <laughs> and that <laughs> like was you. in the last. I was like, like you. you read, bro. You look literate. Bro, I read. I could read better than you. So, can. so actually one of my favorite things or probably the one thing that actually I kind of grew up with once I started getting like, I would say more potential learning. I was actually smart. Yeah. Was I loved proving people wrong. That's okay. probably the one thing that kind of like gave me energy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't care. Damn, you having like, Egotistical. Well, I, 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 I didn't mind. Like people, people in people in high school, they would tell me like, I remember the principal when I was taking Dr. calculus. Yeah. Oh, we know. Uh, Dr. Hoff. That is, I cannot shout them out. When I was Continue. taking calculus, um, and one of the the principal came to me because I was wearing like maybe like baggy like uh, cargo pants, like an oversized shirt, whatever. Dickies right? pants with a big ass black pro yeah. club <laughs> Nike Cortezes <laughs> with the socks pulled up to your knees. <laughs> The socks, no, 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 the socks, nah. Nah, he look like Neymar. Nah, nah, All right, continue, continue. continue. Um, she she said something to me, and she was like, "You're probably." In she was like, "She was like, hey, what up, Fancy?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Nah, continue, nah, continue, nah, continue. Nah, continue. Nah, she, continue. She was like. You're probably re- in a remedial class. Oh what? shit! Yeah, she said that to that's me. That's disrespect. And I was like, she was like, "What math class are you taking?" Because at that point, most of the kids were probably taking pre-calc one or pre-calc right. two. But at that point, I was taking calculus, and I was like, "Actually, I'm in calculus." And she was like, "No, you're not." No way. Yeah. That's messed up. Why did she say something like that? And all, all I can remember was like, "I'm gonna prove it to you that I can pass it," and that's what I did. And I w- for Calc 2, that was probably the hardest math class I ever took in. Right. And I was still at high school at that time. And I went to go find a tutor. CSN didn't really have good tutors. And uh, the high school itself had tutors, but they had eight campuses. Right. I went to my campus, no tutor. And I went to the Henderson campus because they had a tutor. And that tutor over there, he was like, hey, can I help you? And he was, I guess, working at the front desk, like, part-time. Right. Is that Kevin? I don't know his name. Bro. Bro, name dropping everybody. I know. All right, continue. And and, and he, he was like, "What can I help you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I come from like a different campus, and I'm looking for a tutor." He was like, "Oh, sorry, we don't do math 96 or math 126." What here. the fuck? And I was like, <laughs> "That's disrespectful, dude." He didn't even let you explain. He didn't, he didn't let me tell me. He didn't, I didn't even get to hey, say count two. Hey, my bad, my bad, little bro. Yeah. We don't do math 96. Right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, and that's then, fucked up, dude. I was, I was, was like, I was like, up. what? And I was like, no, I'm here for Calc two tutoring. And he was like, Calc two, you mean Math one twenty seven? That's pre Calc two, not Calc two, by the way. The and f- I was like, no, I'm here for Math one eighty two. And he was like, oh, I'm taking Math one eighty two. And I was like, yeah, I need help. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that class is hard. I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm actually really struggling. He's like, I actually need help too. And, well, and, and I, I was like, who's your professor? And he was, he said some other professor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so is there a tutor here? And he was like, um, yeah, but like, I guess he's busy today. And that really just turned me off. I was like, okay, like whatever, like, yeah. like that's it. Like yeah. at that point, that's that's where I, I that's what I really hated was like mm-hmm. getting like that common stereotype. 
especially because that's just how I grew up, right? Like, I didn't really have, like, the successful people around me, so I didn't have that culture where it was, like, hey. Well, that's normal, bro. And yeah. people don't really realize, like, how much of a difference that makes where just seeing it, just knowing that it's there, mm-hmm. like, puts it in your mind and gives you a whole different perspective. But when you've never really seen that, it just, like, it doesn't even seem real to you. Like, you don't think about it. And then all of a sudden you're there. And you're forced to be around people who saw that all the time, who and know about those, that all the time. And then those people just like are, they act like you're weird. They're like not only that, that, but they almost want to purposely exclude you. I mean, so that, I don't even uh, think. But even if it's not purposeful, I don't because I don't really think people are malicious like that. But they do I it without. I mean, maybe, but most people I would say are not malicious. They just do it because to them, everything yeah. like that is normal. They're like. Don't you oh, have? You this? don't have a car? Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. I can't afford yeah, a car. Like to them, to them, my it's mom like, works four jobs, and we exactly, still don't have a car. Exactly, but to them, it's normal. It's like they don't yeah. even they don't even know that's a thing. And Just like would how you, you don't define know that as privilege. I mean, whether or not it's privilege, I don't really think it matters. It's or just it's like ignorance. I mean, probably ignorance, but I don't. That's why I say I, I don't. I can't say they're doing it out of malice. I can't say yeah. they're doing it in a malicious intention. It's just they don't know any better, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good way to put it. They don't know any better. Right? Yeah. Or, like, they don't, their eyes are not open. And no bullshit, though. You took Calc 2 in high school, bro. I, I came to UNLV, and I took Math 126 and 127 here my first year. Yeah, and, and that's what, that to me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me, let me preface this. I got a D. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I got a You're D. Dumb, <laughs> I'm dumb, but listen, I got a massive hey, no, no, degree. Oh, wait, actually, and uh, to even put it, kind of put it further, I got a 19 on my ACT. I, did, I didn't Damn, get no bro, scholarships. That's stupid dude. as fuck. Dude, like. I told you. No, no I got a What'd you get? What'd you get? What was it out of 36? 31. 36, I think. 36, yeah. 36. I got 27. I got 31. So, um, junior, yeah, year, junior year, that before I even I took, didn't even take the reading. I fell asleep in the reading section. Well, no yeah, bullshit. junior year, before I started even taking, like, any classes, when yeah. I still didn't care, I took the ACT, and that's when I got a 19, and I was kind of like, okay, cool. Like I, didn't, I wasn't going to college. I didn't know what ACT was. Yeah. So I just took it. And I was like, cool, whatever. Yeah. And I, and that's probably my worst regret. If I could ever retake. You, yeah, you would have got scholarships. scholarships you would have got money, everything. bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And I fucked my shit up because I did hella good, and I wasn't even planning to go to university. So I never submitted my scores. So like wow. all of it, yes. And then after, after like the deadline passed, and I was like, I mean, I guess I'll go. And I, I never got to take. Shit, you know. I'm, we're not incriminating, yeah, we're not incriminating it on here. Yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. Just curious. I mean, we could talk about it after the podcast, but yeah, I mean that's a that's a good. I think that's a pretty good intro to you, and I think people get to have a little bit of a better idea as to who you are, um, how you fit into the stories and stuff. So let's transition a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about motivation and also just like the way you see. I guess both of you guys, not really just Alan, but the way you, <laughs> <laughs> the way you, the way you like motivate yourself, uh, what kind of yeah. mindset do you have to put yourself in? Not just for school, but I guess just life in general. Like, how do you see things like, you know, so uh, we could start with that one. Yeah, I guess like give us a little bit of that perspective. You were touching on it a little bit during your introduction. Um. Yeah. So I guess like it's just all a change of mindset. I think realistically. Um, it's kind of like looking into what separates us from anybody that you know. So what's a, what separates you from Elon Musk? So uh, separates you from Jeff Bezos? I'm over both the bozos. Money. Mm, okay, wait, wait. You say money, but how do you get that money? They're, they have so, um, old wealth, and we don't, but we have the same capabilities. Okay. I don't now, know about, I don't now, know about not, that. Not, no disrespect, that's an excuse. That is an excuse. 
So this no, is no, good. We have the same I'm no, you don't. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. We have the same capabilities. Yeah, but yeah, so I do no, I don't think I don't think you have the same capabilities. Okay. I think you have the same ability to do what they do. Mm-hmm. But just because you have the uh, the ability does not mean you have the opportunity, and does not mean like well, just because it's possible doesn't mean you're gonna do it. Well, you know, I, it, it's like saying I know it's an excuse. It's it's an excuse. So, no, no, no. So, so no, that's where I think it is. That it is a limitation, but the fact that people go there first, or the fact that people like say oh it's just because of the money that will always gonna that n- no matter how true it is it's never gonna help mm-hmm. you so i don't think that's a good way no i don't think so in the short i think term, I would in say. the short term maybe but i think long term having the mentality is going to be so detrimental to you that you're going to cheat yourself out of so many opportunities just because having that mindset where you're always behind is going to destroy your confidence it's going to destroy you. like it's been proven people do studies where like they do like They'll they'll put something from your background, like in front of you before you take an exam, before you take a test or something, and those people always do way worse than the people who have the exact same background but don't get reminded of it right before the exam. And it's just it's just literally a mindset. Like a lot of people are like, oh well, I didn't grow up in this, I didn't have money for this, I didn't do this. This person has that. Y- is it true? One hundred percent. I'm not gonna deny the fact that somebody else has more advantages than you. But if you choose to always look at that first. That's always going to be your out. And somewhere, a little bit in the back of your mind, even if it's the smallest 1%, 0.1% in the back of your mind, the 0.1% thought, that's always going to be your excuse and it's always going to be your out. And when you fail, you're not going to look at yourself first. You're just going to say, oh, well, I just didn't have that money, so that's why I'm not where I want to be. But that mentality has helped me achieve so many things because – now I know my constraints. I know what I, I'm capable of doing. I know my limitations because, number one, I could be unrealistic about, oh, I have all this amazing time, all this money. No. The real the reality is I'm born in a lower middle class bracket, but that means I have to work twice as much, and that's okay with me. I know what I need to do. So it's like I get what you're trying to say. But it's not like, oh, my background is my limitation. No, I use it to my advantage. I'm like, hey, look, I'm a Hispanic guy. I'm Mexican. I'm Catholic. Those are the things that have helped me be where I'm at right, right now. Right. Because other people that have been in the same situations that I am, they give up so easily. Right. I'm not saying to not to continue to remind yourself, oh, look, I'm Mexican, so I won't be make it because I don't see anybody else. Right. No, it motivates me like, hey, there's no club out there where I don't see people that look like me. I'll make it. Right. You know, that's what I mean. I'm not saying um, to, like, set those stones in front of you and instead of building a wall, you build a bridge, you know? Right. But my point more is so, like, when you say when you say you want to focus on, like, what is not realistic, I think anybody who has ever done something great has at one point been non-realistic. I don't think you can achieve anything great in the world without being a little bit crazy without being a little bit unrealistic and i just think like if you look at everyone who's done something great everybody you remember if you were to do if you were to like travel back in time 10 years before they did it and ask them like hey like one day you're gonna do this i'll be like hell no no way Mm -hmm. if you were to tell elon musk he would fucking flip paypal into tesla into spacex into whatever he's doing he'd be like i mean that's a dream but it's not realistic you know but it's just you got to take that chance. And a lot of people don't take that chance. And I'm not saying be stupid and be reckless, right? That's what a lot of other people do, right? Like a lot of people will get a little bit of money 
and then they'll be like, oh, let me go spend it on a fucking car I can't afford. Let me spend it on clothes that are going to make me look cool. Isn't that Alan? Like, hold on. Is it, is it <laughs> no, no, no. But, no, no, no. But, yeah, no. No, but, literally but Alan. Hold on, hold on. But there's two ways to go about it, and I'll explain them both. Like, there's one way where okay. you get a little bit of money, right? And that can be like, well, let me go get these red bottoms, and let me go get these this designer clothes. Let me put this money down on a car I can't afford, or let me try to flex on Instagram to look like I'm popping. I'm doing way better than I am. Mm-hmm. I think that is unrealistic in a bad way because you're okay. you're you're putting stuff into something negative when you're not actually working for to get there you know now on the opposite if you actually 100 percent double down on yourself and you're like i'm gonna go spend this money so i'm motivated to get it back i'm gonna flip this money and i'm gonna put all my money into this fucking company into this project into this brand into this idea that i have now i'm broke living on my mom's couch i don't i don't do anything else i'm putting all my energy into this that person is spending the same amount of money as the person who bought material things. But that money is getting, hopefully, going to get flipped into something more, into something bigger, you know? So both of them are unrealistic in the same way. It's just one of them is unrealistic in a positive way, and the other one is unrealistic in a negative way. So that is what I mean when you say you have to be unrealistic. You have to be like, I don't care what advantage you have. I am going to take do, over. Uh, why I, do I get... um? call out when i'm like hey i'm gonna go to space i'm gonna do this space company you're like that's fucking gay i mean it can be gay like that doesn't I mean, mean i believe in myself i don't care what you say well we didn't we never but said we never said you can't we just said it's gay yeah, yeah wait wait so kind of kind of negativity is wait. what confuses me about your mindset and your mentality because you, you you put this whole character yeah or in the way you i treat it's not as a character as, it's a character and that's not yes a character. it's a, char- a characteristic you put this characteristic out there that confuses me personally and I'm like, wait, what does this guy really stand for? But then you out here preaching something else. So that's where I'm confused when you say these ideas. But what I was trying to get at is because <coughs> you just okay, you're going to say I attacked you. No, 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 that is a little crazy. But it's not it's not like in a bad way. I feel like if we're having a real conversation and you really ask me and you really say, like, I want this. Yeah. No, I would never be like. But I'm always real, though. No, I'm but, always myself. But I know that's fine. You you can always be honest, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying when we're having a conversation and we're actually being serious, or I'll speak for myself because, like, you know, having a conversation with people where it's not always serious. Sometimes we're joking around. Sometimes we're having fun. If we're having a really serious conversation and you say that. I will always be like, well, what's your, what are, what are your ideas? What are your plans? And you've never asked that, Brent. <laughs> yes, I have. On multiple I've always occasions. the one that it was like takes you seriously more than you take me. Okay, this is what is this gonna turn into like a fucking. This is, uh, this is uh, okay. Okay, but interrogation. This is, okay, this is no, inter- but this is, this real. is an intervention. Okay, no, 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 you deny that? No, hundred percent, I deny that because that's a lie. Okay, we can look through group chat messages right now, and we can remind ourselves when Please. someone got emotional and sent a group chat and said, "Guys, I don't want to be friends anymore. I'm taking a step back." And yeah, because there I was in my own and, stuff. Okay, but own. there was one man who sent messages to everyone. Who was like, "Hey guys, let's go talk to this bitch because he's being emotional," and it was me. So you can't say I'm not real. It's just like that was the first time. I mean, we're yeah. so real. When have you ever done the same for me? Never, because I'm never gonna be that emotional. It's just like exactly. But it, that's that's my point. It's just like when we're having a real conversation and if I were to actually see you putting your energy into something that, you know, I see you actually working for, I supported you. We talked last podcast about how you started different clubs. I went there and I supported you. I helped you. I defended you. I would give you advice even when those same people would walk over you and talk bad about you behind your back. When they all betrayed you, 
who was the one person that stayed loyal to you? And it was me. So it's kind of weird to say, like, oh, I never support you. No, I do. No, I never I said just, you never I, support I, just, I said you never took my ideas seriously when we came when it, when we started talking about these mentalities about what right. helps us achieve things it's like hey you know when you're with the group of friends that you trust right wouldn't you expect them to take you seriously when you talk about your goals and ambitions whenever you talk it about depends. your personal things right i listen no, no i never laugh unless it's something that's like obviously funny but usually when i open up i usually am serious about most right. things but it just it just depends because, uh-huh. like I said, you have to be realistic in certain things. So okay, well let's 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 move back to the mentality and what Alan. Well, was I, about. just to finish up this point. Okay, like, go ahead. It's just about being realistic in different things. Like if Alan were to tell me right now, like, hey, I, I want to go to the NBA. I'm gonna start training for the NBA. I'm be like, you're wasting your time. You know, I, I'm gonna be like, hey, <laughs> maybe, and I'm not gonna be a but dick. He might be good at basketball, but he might be. But he's never like realistically. If I'm uh, me caring about him, I'm not going to be like, put all your eggs in that basket, you know? Even if he really wants it, even if it's his dream, I understand that. But there's some point you have to be positively realistic, and that's not realistic. Okay, and enough. that's what I was talking but about. But that's my, no, but that's my point is like, if I see somebody that mm-hmm. I care about doing that, I'm not going to blindly be like, yeah, bro, you go. Like, I'm always going to speak up and be like, hey, I don't think this is right. Maybe you should try something else. Maybe it's just uh, a subset of what you think you want is what you actually want, but you can find that in other places. It doesn't necessarily have to be in one certain thing. And when we talk shit about each other, it's not like we're being serious and I'm like, bro, you're you're stupid. You're never gonna amount to anything. You're like, no, we're just talking shit. Like we're fucking boys. Like yeah. it ain't it's not it's never coming from a hurtful place because I have never done it behind your back. And I think I think that's known between all yeah. of us here. Never have I ever been in a room where you're not in and I talk bad about you and said that you ain't shit and whatever. If, if I say you ain't shit, I'm telling you to your face because it's funny. Too. Yeah, it's I know. Too. Exactly. But yeah. that, that's my point. Like, there's no, like, there's no shadiness to it or there's no, like, oh, you're a bad friend because you don't support my dreams. Like, no, I don't think it's ever been that. Yeah, no. And I, and I see both perspectives here because, <clears throat> you know, I remember I think you said something about you going to SpaceX and Brandon just kind of shit on it, right? But, but, but <laughs> I, I, think, I think it was kind of misconstrued. Because it wasn't the fact that he was shitting on it. It was the fact that he was shitting on it if that was that being your first priority. It's kind of as if, like, Brandon was saying to me, like, if I really want to go to the NBA, he'd probably be like, yeah. And and full respect, yeah, he's giving me positive, like, realistic real, realism saying, like, hey, you're not going to make it to the NBA. Or he's going to be saying, like, hey, you know, you're five. You're five seven. You know, you ain't gonna, ever going to get there. If you want to get there, become a water boy, you know. But I think for you, he was kind of more saying the fact like, hey, <clears throat> cool, you want to go to aerospace, you want to work at Boeing, you want to work at SpaceX, cool, go for it. But don't make that for your first priority. And the example he gave you was, but the example he gave you was, hey, out of all the people who works in aerospace, have they done aerospace their very first career? Oh, that was when we were talking about the businesses. Okay, the but but that's the. Is, is, but that, hold on, that let me let me speak. One, oh, let me. So that one made more going. sense because I actually looked into it and I was like, oh yeah, he's right. Nobody. That was a logical step, statement well, that I I proved, but right. I was talking about career wise. But I'll tell you this too, because I saw it in myself, and not to like low bro you or anything, but I, but I do see like a lot of how I used to move, in your attitudes and your behaviors. So like I used to be the same, you know. Like you look at people and they're so obsessed with brands, like oh I want to work at NASA, SpaceX, Apple, Tesla, Boeing, whatever, and it's cool. Like I respect it. I'm never gonna talk bad about anybody, right? But for you, because I see so much of myself in you, I guess 
But I mean, it's not something that you have to elaborate. I think it's just like we're having a conversation as <clears throat> men. Like you Correct. should be able to understand. But it's just this. Let me let me explain. Okay, go ahead. It's just like I understand why you would want to go there, and but I don't really see you as a person who would actually be happy there long term. And I'll explain why. Yes, you like that industry. Yes, you like doing cool science. Yes, you like doing engineering. Yes, you like tackling tough problems, right? Mm-hmm. But I just understand that. Anytime I've seen you do anything related, it's never that that gets in the way. It's never the engineering. It's never the science. It's never like the research or the work. That's not what gets in the way for you. It's always the bureaucracy. It's always having to work with people that are the fucking weirdos. It's always having to work with assholes, selfish people, people who only care about themselves first, people who will be toxically competitive to you, even though you're on the same team, people who are lazy, people who manipulate. And that's all the people that go there. All those same people, where do you think they end up? They go to the same places. And I think you've seen it yourself too. The you same people so that you, the same people right. that backstabbed you go to work to those places. So when I tell you, I don't think that's what you really want. It's not because I think you can't. It's because I know you can and I know you would be miserable there. And I don't want you to be miserable. And that's why I have those conversations with you. That's why I try that to fucking opened up my eyes. But bro. I'm saying like you're that. You're fucking right though. But I'm, that's you're what fucking I mean. right. Yeah, yeah. You're so 100% right. And I'm going to bring up my ex. That's exactly what she used to say. Oh, my. But okay. No, 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 no. Go but ahead. In a ahead. different light. Hey, hey, hey. 37 minutes, 37 <laughs> minutes in and he talks about his ex. Somebody played Marvin's Room by Drake. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. okay, go ahead. Something similar to that. I didn't think of that. You're so right. It was never the element of doing the technical work we we always i mean you when you were part of it we got shit done 100 percent. but it was always the people it's always the people bro. it's always the people you're so right so in it in terms of that i gotta apologize now yeah, and i'm sorry good. i'm I sorry I've, i'm sorry that i understood you no, no, but this is fine. what i mean and, and maybe this could be a theme about our podcast is these conversations that men have like shitting on each other they're probably positive conversations but we don't as men we don't we don't like use our actual words sometimes yeah. because we assume. Yeah, and exactly. I do that a lot. Like I always assume that people know, know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I get in trouble because they're like, well, I thought you thought this about me, but I think I it, like, yeah. and it goes both ways you know? because it's also like when you talk to someone, right. They assume what you're saying. You assume what they're saying. So then when they get mad, like I could easily get mad and be like, but I'm trying to help you. Like, fuck you. We're not friends anymore. You know, but I think that's, that's such a, I don't know, that's such a immature, that's such a challenge. I'm, I'm, then that means I'm immature, naive way to look at things because I'm not, yeah. I'm never going to be like, if I know your intentions are good. Yes. But there's see, no my, way that, you would my, ever my say life, something. My that. life has all been fucked up that I don't know when people's intentions are no, I understand. Are good. You know what I mean? Like I I've been going through so much this past year. That for me, like, I don't even, I can't see people the same way. So for me, it's like everyone is, is already starting it's with against the, you. N- not even that, but everyone for me has like, um, ulterior motives and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, but I mean, that's by, one thing about me <clears throat> is just like, I always try to be as genuinely authentic with, yeah, who, and that, with and the that's people why that are around me. Absolutely. I'll be honest, bro. Like, I, like I'll, I'll be dead honest. Like if you, if you're wrong, I'm going to say you're wrong. If you're wrong, I'm going to ride with you until you're right. And I'll always ride out till we crash out. It's, it is what it is. Even if you're wrong, but I'm going to ride with you. And I'm going to tell you the whole way that you're wrong. <laughs> and we got to turn the fuck around. But I'm going to ride with you because that's, that's, like, that's the type of person I am. So No, and, and that's respectable. That's a characteristic that I think most people in this world do not have. And that's what uh, attracted me to you as a friend. But let's go back to the... 
Hey, dude, hey, 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 what the fuck? Get out the podcast, Get out the bro. Podcast. Get out of the room, Hey, can bro. we kick him out? Hold on, hold on. Get out, bro. <laughs> we can. We picked up when you were, dr- I mean. <laughs> now, but but this all stemmed from when you said, like, uh, or when I asked, I was saying, what separates you from people that, you know, who are successful, right? Yeah. <clears throat> My thing is it all stems down. You break it all to granular details, money, uh, education, blah, blah, blah. It all comes down to knowledge. That's it. That's that's I think is all knowledge. So, what? So if it's money, how did they get that money? If it's connections, it's knowledge. Right. I think everything can be broken down to knowledge. So I think like if you break it down all into granular moments, and you're trying to go towards a goal, you just have to break it down all granularly, right? Mm -hmm. So you can actually say, okay, so me stopping from me, and I could do like a short-term example. Right. Brandon has a master's degree. I don't. So what stops me from getting a master's degree? literary knowledge no, right yeah. and if it's if that means like time management cool i gotta learn how to do time management that means i actually have to put more dedication to fluids or this specific subject right. that's what it is right mm-hmm. and i think all of our lives we just kind of have to look at it that way and kind of say okay here's a gap between mm-hmm. me and who i'm going for 100%. and the one thing that might be a hot take is that you know when people say don't compare yourselves to other people i say it's a good thing sometimes. i say it's a good thing or especially just for me the word at least the way i work mm-hmm. is because that's what motivates me because it's what, like what you're, am I doing wrong or what am I doing right in my life? And I really do think your network is your net worth, right? Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, Cringe. when I was in the middle school. Cringe. All right, continue. Can we get a cut on the way? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, it was getting too serious. I got I to gotta cut attention a little bit because, you know, people are going to get bored listening to, to too much serious talk. But continue. Correct. Continue. But, but like. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Go ahead, man. No, but, but like. Um, it's just all, it's just all we should work towards like mitigating that gap of our knowledge, right? Right. And if that means okay, cool. And, and one thing I kind of see now is that yeah, I work two jobs now. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling Brandon the other time. I was like, I really don't need to work the second job. You know, if I really wanted to, I should be investing that money into me, right? So you can or time, not even money, bro. Time, just time, time. time is, like people don't understand how valuable time is, bro. Like it is so fucking valuable the way you manage your time. Like really think about it and write down how much time you spend doing like the most mundane tasks, mm-hmm. yeah. scrolling on your phone, mm-hmm. watching TV, doing absolutely nothing. Remember when the beginning of the year started? I share that. I share that reel on Instagram that. If you got to eliminate distractions, the biggest distraction that we kind of all had is Instagram, right? Because we scroll and like, I mean, you scroll too, I'm assuming. I started, I started the wave of deactivating my Instagram. That's true. That's true. That, that is true. No, 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 no. no. But that. no, but to me, it's like, nah. We saw, we're like, hey, bro, Alan, finally at the group chat. Let's talk shit about it. I always say that whenever anybody leaves, I say that shit just because no, no, it's funny. But I, th- I think this semester really opened my eyes, um, or like just. Like have, like around November last year, it really opened my eyes. I was like, like I, this really the sky is the limit, and that's how I really see it now. Mm-hmm. It's like it depends on how much you're willing to put time into anything that you want to do, right. right? And I noticed like yeah, I'm taking 14 credits this semester. I'm working two jobs, and like I, someone asked me the other day, they're like, how do you even sleep, right? Oh. And I was like, you just break it up. I said, where am I it spending really my time? Gets in? Easy, huh? And I was like, I was spending two hours a day on Instagram. That's not a lot of time, right? Two hours. 
But if you add that up two hours for seven days a week, that's 14 extra hours I can get into doing whatever I want. An extra hour of sleep, an extra hour of me actually studying, yep. an extra hour of me working at one job, right? <clears throat> and it just all breaks up granularly, right? And now you might say, oh, I can never delete Instagram. I can never get rid of social media for my life. I'm not saying I'm deleting it for the rest of my life. I'm just only doing it for the semester, right? Well, speaking of that, <coughs> I've been forced to delete my Instagram, and now I have to wait a whole week I mean, you can just delete the app, bozo. It's not like you have to keep it on your phone and scroll. No. And listen, you reactivated it, and who's been the one spamming the group chat with oh. reels, spamming the group <laughs> chat with me? <laughs> no, it is, it is, 100%. But, but here's the thing, like, going back to that, like, the same knowledge thing, it really is just leveraging what you have to get to mm-hmm. where you're going. It is just flipping what you have now to get to where you're going. And unfortunately, life doesn't give us all the same starting point. But every single person can leverage what they have mm-hmm. to get to where they want to be. 100%. 100%. Like, if it's like, oh, I got to go work this job for a few days, a few months, a few years to, to stack yeah, up some it. money to do something else, that's, that's what you got to do. You got to thug it out, stack that yeah, money, I'm and then. For four months, hey, listen. Right <laughs> <laughs> listen, you got to stack that money up and leverage to where you're going. If, if you're looking for this opportunity and they only have a position that's unpaid, and now you got to work night shift to, to cover your rent, to cover your money, to your bills, your food, whatever. Fuck it. You got to thug it out. You got to take that position yeah. unpaid. You got to be a bitch. You got to be at the bottom sometimes. And it sucks. 100% it sucks. But if you're willing to ride it out, if you're willing to ride it out to leverage what you have to get to where you want, you're going to make it no matter what. Like, I have a no comment way. to that. Okay. So um, I've been doing that a lot, right? right. Like, like I made a lot of decisions in terms of internship, right? Like I had security, but I decided to take some risk, and right. now I'm having to thug it out, like you said, taking jobs that really don't really fucking hate, to be honest. Right. But then I, you know, um, one night I was, like, thinking, like, you know what? This is kind of temporary. Like, it sucks if I were, like, and not to put anybody's age on, like, if I was a little bit much older, right, and now I have no options. Like, we're, we're young, right? We have hella options. We have a lot of energy. And some guy at work told me, what are you doing here? Why you? Why did you come back to the restaurant? Like you don't have to be here. And I was like, I'll be honest, man. Like I need man- money, and this is the place that makes the most money in the shortest amount of time, right. and can help me stay in school. He's like, okay, man, but make sure that you move. You, don't, you that you don't get stuck, and I, that's something that you know I learned from you guys. Like you, you have to be a man sometimes. And, and well, it's, like, it's two it things. It's two things. Okay. First of all, a lot of people wouldn't have the courage to even go back they'll be too embarrassed they'll be too ashamed to go back no oh, man, no working, the, no working back in the restaurant but that listen, i thought i listen, i promised myself i was like i'm never listen, gonna come back but listen but listen, place, but listen as a man you gotta do whatever it takes to get to where you want to go and that's one of the most important lessons you have to learn as a man is just like as long as you're making an honest living as long as you're doing it honestly it doesn't matter bro we're all gonna be at the bottom one day we're all going to feel embarrassed to be little bro. We're all going to be embarrassed to be like, oh, this this motherfucker got an internship at. No, for real. Then I was like, if you're going to be like, oh, this motherfucker is doing an internship at Tesla. I got to work in this restaurant. Okay, that's fine. So, But it. suck it up. and You got to thug it out yeah. and go to that fucking restaurant and work and make some money. And then next year, hopefully, you're not going to be in the same place. You know what I mean? But a lot of people will just feel sorry for themselves and be like, well, I just won't do anything, and I'll drop out of school because then I don't have to pay. Yeah. Like, what's the point, you know? What's the point? So, so that's that's the first thing. And the second thing, too, is like you said, that that dude gave you that advice. Like, don't stop moving. Don't feel sorry for yourself just because you're back here. You're back here. You had a little setback. That's fine. But you got to keep moving forward, keep pushing forward, keep trying to get out, you know? That's the most important thing. Yeah, and I think it's like understanding like it's not easy. 
like we see and that's what i think social media kind of portrays to us is yeah. that life is easy right like you see these people making millions and such and some of them do probably have it easy i'm not gonna say it's like oh they probably work to get it there no some people probably had it easy but in order for you specifically to probably get to where you're at you probably had to work a little harder right mm-hmm. and it's like I, I i really don't discredit like any setbacks or any like I would say hard lifestyles because to me that's where you learn the most. Yeah, that's what that's what builds you, bro. Yeah. That's what builds you strong. And then when it comes back up later on, you know how to you deal with know it. how to deal with it because you learn about yourself more than almost anything else. You learn, okay, cool. I know how to handle my dignity. Where you go back to the place where you actually, well, you were you were ashamed, but you knew you knew that you had to, right? How many people would have just been like, okay, cool, I'm not gonna go back there. I'm gonna be jobless for a little bit. I, you know, forget well, I, it. I'm, I had no choice. I'm on my own. I have to make money. I have to okay. take care of myself. I'll die. I don't have food in my table. There's but no that, but that but that's a survival instinct, right? Yeah. And that's where that's where you kind of I think you really learn about like who you are as a person yeah. and how you can actually elevate yourself to somewhere you wouldn't be back in that same position, right? Um, I I think that that was a really good conversation. That was a good discussion. That was a good discussion. Uh, the final topic I want to bring up. So, a while ago. Um, me and Alan were getting food one day oh. after work, not during work, during lunch. And we were just having a conversation about mindsets. And I forgot what exactly brought us into the topic. But we were talking about how a lot of people worry about different things in life. A lot of people are so concerned and consumed by worrying about things that they really don't have any control over. And that just puts you in such a negative mindset and puts you honestly in a point where you're just wasting a lot of time and energy and you're not putting that putting that into something useful. So we're going to go ahead and read it. Uh, it is a Bible verse that Alan told me about. So, Alan, I'm going to let you go ahead and read it. Yeah, so um, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It is not more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds in the air. Do they not sow or reap or stir away in the barns? And your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you be worrying to add a single hour to your life? And I think the biggest point here is that at the very end of the day or at the very end of your day, and I mean quite literally at the end of your day after you probably worked six, ten hours, you have school for four classes in or whatever, you really think like, hey, like I'm here for a purpose. And if God can feed the birds, if you see a worm in the ground, you see the birds in the sky chirping and such, and they're living, why do you worry, right? It doesn't matter. There's going to be setbacks all the time, really. And you just got to understand that. And I, th- I personally do feel this. Uh, any setback that you do face, God has given it to you because he knows you can handle it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he will give you that you can't handle. And all you got to do is understand that and understand, like, hey, I got to stop worrying about this, worrying about that. You'll get to where you want to be, but you got to put that time and effort into what you invested in yourself. You can't, you can't spend your time worrying because that's wasted time mm-hmm. yeah and i think that that day we had a really good conversation i think we were talking about religion spirituality however you want to call it or whatever you want to believe and you asked me like why like first why i became muslim and then also like how we how i transitioned to that lifestyle and you know how you asked me like how did it benefit me and i told you that too like uh just getting rid of all the worries getting rid of all like the the doubts and getting rid of everything like you said a bird is not going to worry about where it gets its next meal from it just eats a worm is not going to worry about it raining or it's not going to worry about you know where's the next place it's going to bury itself none of that 
And that's what a lot of people do is like they worry and they have to see the next step and they can't make a single move until they absolutely see and guarantee the next step. And I feel like that's so such a waste of time. First, I really don't think you can believe in God if you're not willing to take those steps for yourself and take those risks for yourself. Because that's kind of just you proving that you have to find your purpose and you have to find your signals in this world from things that are material, from humans, from from things that are basically man-made, right? Mm-hmm. You're worried about getting that signal from these things instead of saying, hey, I know I'm ready. I'm going to trust God and I'm going to take this leap and I'm going to go for it 100% in, right? And I guarantee you, anything you do where you go 100% in, it always works. If it doesn't work, it's because you went 99.9 and that 0.01% of you was like, I don't know. And that is always going to fuck you up. That's what I'm telling you. Like, you have to be 100 in or 100 out. There is no halfway. Yeah. And and I think when we had that conversation, Brandon, it was like about a month ago. Yeah, something like that. Um, Two months ago, I was jobless. I was unemployed. And the reason why I was unemployed was my decision. I quit that job. But to me, it was like I was telling myself for over a year. That, hey, I'm gonna look for something else. I, I was like, hey, this is not the place where I want to be. I was working as a that. teacher, right? I told you that. You, t- uh, you told me that. I think Brandon, you told me that. The yeah. f- my coworkers over there, they were saying the same thing your coworkers were saying. But they were getting mad at me. Actually, they weren't like actually mad at me. They were saying, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Like, you have so much more potential. You, you can. You're about to graduate as a mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. I should have graduated, by the way, in the year of like 2020, with my bachelor's. No, I, like 2021. But I didn't. If I if I had done everything perfectly, but I didn't. And they were like, "Why are you here?" Like they were saying, "Why are you dealing with all this abuse, this toxic workplace?" Like they were actually getting mad at me, and they were getting mad at me that I was still there another day longer. And I think it was kind of going to like what you said, Brandon, where it's like many people won't leave until they find like another secure spot. Yeah, and that was probably my my mindset. I was like, "Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do after this," because like I said, I I I I grew up. For lack of a better word, I grew up stupid. My my dad, he's worked at the same job for his whole life. He, I think, twenty five cent raise in those thirty years. If you ask me, that's stupid. One hundred percent. But that's something that I learned, and that's something that I didn't want to make the same mistake. And my dad did it because he had six kids, mm-hmm. and even though he wasn't there for good for me growing up, he was there enough to say, "Hey, you know what? This is what he probably got stuck into." Where he told himself, he's like, hey, this is the, my prison that I have to live in. Right. And that's where when you say, Gennaro, you're like, hey, we're young. We can make dumb mistakes. That's where I made that step forward. And I was like, hey, you know what? I don't care. I'm quitting my job. And I hopefully God has my has my back. And, and that, that's what it was. I was an unemployed for about three weeks, four weeks, a month, actually. Yeah. And I didn't. I had no idea where I was going to go or anything like that. And don't get it twisted, too. It's not like you can just quit. And say God has my back, yeah. And then put yeah. no, and then put no effort <laughs> no into effort, looking for yeah. a job or just being a bum at home. No, no, no. You gotta go a hundred in. You gotta be sending applications. You gotta be talking to people. Mm-hmm. I think you went to the job fair. That's how you found the, the job you're currently yeah. at. Yeah. So it, it's just like that. It's like you don't always have to see the next step. And if you always wait for that next step, either coming. one is never gonna come. You're gonna die waiting, mm-hmm. or two, you're gonna waste so much time. And then by the time you take the next step. You're going to be like, man, if I would have made this step a year ago, two years ago, months ago, I would be in a way better position than I am now. And I think it kind of goes down to the story. I don't know. I don't know where I heard it from, to be honest. But it's about this guy and the whole city knows there's going to be a flood coming. 
and every Noah's second, Ark? No, no, no. There, 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 there's a. <laughs> <laughs> bro, all right, relax. Bro. And, and and this guy and and the people are packing up and and some guy goes and says, Noah's Ark. No, 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 wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. He's plagiarizing nah, God wait, right wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Now he's he's like, hey, there's a flood coming. There's a flood coming. Aren't you gonna aren't you gonna pack up and go? And the guy says, no, God's got me. And the, that that family leaves. And then some of the officials there, the, three days later, pass by and they say, hey, there's a flood coming. There's a flood coming. Get on my get on my my ship. Get on my boat. Um, let's leave here. We'll take you to safety. He says, no, no, no. God's got me. God's got me. And then the third time around, it was just like only one last person there. And he said, hey, man, I have enough food for me and you to last for a week. Let's get out of here before the flood comes. And that guy says, God's got me. God's got me. And then the flood comes and kills the guy. And he gets mad. He says, he says, God, why didn't you save me? And he's like, I did. I tried to. I sent three people after you. <laughs> right. And you ignored all three of them. And that's the way I kind of see it. Like, you can't expect to be like, hey, you know what? God's got me. Yeah, and you never, never do anything. You're not right? gonna get bailed out. Basically, yeah. you're not gonna get a free pass. Basically, like it all, it's always gonna take work. It's always gonna take effort. It's always gonna take risk. It's always gonna take all these things, right? But God is constantly saving. When for me personally, I believe like God is the most giving. God is the most loving. God is the most caring. So if God is all of these things, right? There's no world that exists where God is not constantly sending the best things towards you. Like, you could have died coming on the way here in a car accident, but you didn't. Or you could have fucking got sick yesterday with some terminal illness, mm. but you didn't, right? The, we, the fact that we woke up today is a blessing. The fact that, you know, we have the ability, the fact that we are sitting right here speaking to each other is, is crazy yeah. in and of itself. It's a blessing in and of itself. So I think when you look at life through that lens, instead of looking at it like, well, when is God going to send me my next thing? God is constantly sending your next thing. If you're asking, you're already doing it wrong. If you're are all, if you're already asking God, like, I need this, I need that. No, you don't. Exactly. You hit on a great point because, uh, I mean, I'm honest, right? I'm gonna right. be honest in this right. situation. I've I've been feeling ungrateful sometimes, you know. Right. I mean, it's normal. I'm like fucking. Working hard, all did all this shit in school for nothing. Where's my, where's my job? I mean, I see other people sometimes even working less, and they have the ability to. They have more, basically. They have more, yeah. and, and it almost made me angry towards God. Right. Right. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, where's my where's where's my piece of the pie? But at the same time, I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me pause right there and and look at what do I have? Like, some of these people. They have, they're going through family struggles, man. And I'm like, dude, my family's okay. <laughs> I can't Thank complain God. about them, mm-hmm. you know? So it's the same lesson that my mom and my family taught me at a young age. Is you can look at the bottle or a glass uh, water half full, half, half, full or half filled. And a lot of the times we fall into that negativity because, like you said, you look at others, right? So there, I think there's a gray area when you l- compare yourself. You have to compare yourself if you are looking for growth. But you shouldn't compare yourself when you want to find happiness. I really I really mm-hmm. think it's just you compare <clears throat> yourself for a snapshot. Correct. You lift your head up and you look, where is everybody else? What are they doing? You know, to learn, right? And then you put your head back down. And then you put your head back down, you go right back to fucking work and you say, I am grateful that I have the ability to wake up today. I am grateful that despite me having a rough day at work, hey, guess what? 
I'm a, have a job. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I have a job. I have a roof over my head. I had food on my table. My family's good. My kids are good. And my wife is good. And my parents are good. Brother, sister, are good. Uncles, aunts, cousins, whatever is good. Grandma, grandpa. That in and of itself is already a blessing when you start looking at things that way, right? There's no, there's no way for you to feel sorry for yourself. There's no way for you to feel negative and feel like you want more. And I think that is one of the most toxic things is like when you feel like you want more and God owes you more. God is already giving you everything. Everything has already been given to you. If oh. God is the most <clears throat> giving, then you're constantly at the point where you can't accept more. God is already giving everything to you. There is no excuse. There is no, oh, tomorrow if you give me this, God, I'm going to be a better person. <laughs> that was me as God, a kid. give me this. Give me, please give me the best uh, Obey shirts. and. Uh... <laughs> okay, bro. Okay, bro. Uh, ask okay. you something better, bro. Like, Obey shirts okay. were like $30 at Zoomy. I couldn't afford that. Okay, one last thing because it's an hour. Okay. But you said something interesting to, like, I guess finalize it. Um, there was a quote I read, and I don't know if it was from a book or, like, somewhere on social media, but it said, when you feel like you're stuck, when you feel like you, like, feel, you're like, what the fuck else do I need to do? Yeah. You already have it. You literally already have it. You already have it, but I'm like, everything is dude, I'm like, you. okay, can I say one personal thing? Like, right, like, I'm looking for jobs, right, for aerospace jobs. Okay. I'm like, fuck. Dude, why do I, I'm like, what do I, why do I even need that? Like, what makes me happy about it? Right. But then I'm like, well, you know, it's just working, making money, making a living. I already have money. Like, if that's what, what I've been looking for right. or what what I really need, what about happiness? I thought that job would make me happy. I already have that. Like, it's not going to make me more happy, right? Like, happiness lives inside me. Like, I, I produce that, like, when I go out in the world and how I feel, how I interact with people. So, what happened? Yeah, I was going to say that kind of reminds me of like another story where it's like this guy's telling God, hey, God, I want to be big, buff and strong. Right. Isn't that Hercules? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Isn't that David and Goliath? <laughs> nah, nah, but, but this, man just, uh, this man just rambling off stories hey, like hey, this reminds me of another story. Hey, nah. God, going to strike us down right now and say, copyright, you taking my story. <laughs> nah, he's, he's like, and, Go God, and God gives him like a giant boulder. And he tells that is literally, uh, yeah, yeah. What story? Go ahead. No, just go ahead. Go ahead. He gives him a giant boulder, and he's okay. like, "Move this boulder." Okay. And that guy, for like year day one, pushes with all his might, all his might, and he can't push him. Day two, pushes all his might, eight hours a day, can't push him. Day three, pushes all his might, all his might, can't push him. Right. This goes on for three hundred days. <laughs> Shut up. Go you continue the story. And, and 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 then finally he says to God, he's like, God, why are you giving me this boulder if I can't move it? And God said, You said you want to be stronger. Look at you a year from now. You could look at your muscles on your back. <laughs> look look what look what you have been able to achieve from one year ago to where you're at today. And sometimes we, we, we don't realize that when we're striving for something, when we have this goal in front of our minds, mm-hmm. we have this dilemma right in front of us. We're actually building up some type of like you said, you already have your happiness, right? Look at you maybe a year ago from now. You probably didn't have money. You probably weren't as happy as you were now. I wasn't. You guys remember me, right? Yeah, you were pretty right. unhappy. It's just, kind of, it's just kind of looking it all into perspective. Yeah, you want to go for the aerospace job, and I'm, by all means, that guy is probably going to be pushing that boulder for another 300 days. Go keep on going for the aerospace job. But still realize that, like, what exactly you're still building up. That guy still has the muscles. You still have a happy family. Or not so. just that, but, for example, a lot of people would say that, 
like you let's say you're in the position you are right now and you're applying Correct. for aerospace let's say you spend a year doing it and then it doesn't pan out and then you Correct. just you're like i wasted a whole year i could have been doing this like bro anytime you're going for something you're always building new skills you're always speaking to new people you're always looking at different uh perspectives you're no, yeah, I've been you're seeing a lot. yeah you're learning a lot right so I'm let's say even if it doesn't pan out even if god is like well this isn't for you <laughs> this, isn't, this for isn't for you you spend all that time building stuff mm-hmm. building skills building your mind building your your perspective on life that now you can take that and apply it to something else and you're like man that was even though i didn't get what i thought i wanted that was time well spent you know what i mean that okay can i say that about relationships then i feel okay, like you so, can Come well, on, come on. No, no, no. Okay, okay. But this is like realistic. Can, I feel like you can say it about anything. It's no, just, no, no. Because, like, okay, look, go ahead. you remember, go ahead. I was single and stuff. I was trying to learn about myself, like, yeah. just trying to find a partner. But yeah. none of them worked, right? But in the same time, I thought it was a waste of time. But I'm like, wait a minute. Let me, I'm like, I, I don't need another person to make me happy. Like, literally, I could do that through the people that already love me or in a way that I already spend, spend time with, like, my friends, right? Or my family. You have friends? I thought I had brothers, but okay. <laughs> um, hey, they we're business partners. Don't get it twisted. I contract. But no, but it's true. Like, like you know, let's say you're a guy trying or or a woman finding like the love of your life, whatever, and you're like, I can't find anybody. Like yeah. I've been feeling like that yeah. lately, and you're like, wait all these lessons that I learned, I learned about different people. Right. Like, what do I really want from them or what can they bring me? And the right. reality is none of them can make me happy. Right. And, not, and none of them will ever, like, take care of me the way I want to be treated or whatever, all those things. Similar to a job, right? Hunting for jobs, like, you le- learn new skills. Um, so I guess it's all about the way you look at it as well. The, yeah. Going back to perspectives and, and I mean, how to be successful. Like a, a lot of people have an idea like whenever they want to do something or whenever they want to get a new job, whenever they want to take any new endeavor in their life, something that's going to change their life, they have an idea of what they think it's going to look like, what they think it's going to feel like, what they think it's going to be. But that is just, in reality, most of the time it's never going to be that. Most of the time it's going to be something different. So sometimes you're looking for something else you're like where when is it going to come when is it going to (laughs) come it's already there you're already in it like just enjoy it just sit in that moment and just be happy so just being single is the best thing that could have ever happened to me just saying (laughs) i mean it's not even just (laughs) that i was just saying no no, it's not even just that it's just like even if you were to find someone and let's say you're like well why is this not the same as like the girl i was with how long were you with her let's not talk oh four years okay (laughs) you brought it up you brought it up so we're having this conversation but let's say you meet someone else right let's say you're with her for a long time a year you spend a year with her and then all of a sudden you're just like well why doesn't this feel like the last time why doesn't this feel just like the last time well the last one did this or the last one was like this Mm. you're always going to be constantly looking for what you think it should feel like Mm. instead of being like i'm here she treats me right I treat her right. She makes me happy. I make her happy. We can build something together. If you were to just sit there and see that and feel it and open your heart and open your mind to that, you would be way happier than <laughs> constantly comparing it to other people's relationships, constantly comparing it to your past relationships, constantly comparing it to celebrities or movies. And, and people do that for everything. People like will literally get jobs 
because they see someone else doing it. People, there's like a bunch of people who want to be rappers because they're like, oh, rappers are cool. Rappers get bitches. Rappers have money. Rappers have all this shit. But I guarantee Me. you, if if <laughs> if God were just to like snap their fingers and put you in that position, you wouldn't do the same thing. Most people would be fucking miserable because they're like, well, this isn't what I expected to be. Well, no shit. It's not. Nothing is, right? You All you have is like where you are now and what you have. Like if you don't sit in that, if you don't enjoy it, if you're not grateful, you're never going to be happy because you're always going to be chasing something else. That isn't, that's probably not even real. You know what I mean? Mm. 100%. Okay, well, we hit the one hour mark and, you know, I have homework. So I was thinking we can call it a day. I think it was a good discussion. Plus we have Sunday for a podcast. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think uh, we have. Do you have really anything good. else to share, Mr.? Mr. Marin. Oh, we can't say his last name. He said it at the beginning. Oh, he did. Dickhead. <laughs> What's your social security, sir? <laughs> 680. <laughs> wait, you're starting wow. 6802? Hey, Gennaro, what's yours? Oh, wait. <laughs> his, is a, his is error 404 <laughs> missing. <laughs> his is file cannot be found. <laughs> But, but anyways we hope you guys enjoyed the second episode of on the run podcast this has been brandon alan and uh takashi 69 shut the fuck up <laughs> he's from puebla shut uh, up. this has been Gennaro. Uh, no wonder that makes a lot of sense <laughs> why he's from puebla but yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast uh hopefully you guys have gotten to check out episode one this is considerably shorter than episode one but i think the conversation was still pretty valuable <clears throat> we talked a lot about the way uh men interact with each other the way you know that doesn't necessarily um, have to be how men. you approach life how people approach the mentalities yeah. that can help you solve problems in the, in the everyday life it doesn't matter who you are or, or what you've been through you you can do it yeah i think we talked a lot about conversations that how sometimes we don't approach conversations the way we should oh that's right yeah we yeah as men as men we not have only just as men i think as people most people in general don't. yeah people never general. assume what someone's saying Maybe ask, and also the person who's speaking, who's giving the wisdom, supposedly, be upfront and tell the person what you really feel instead of like, hey, man, that space job, that shit, bro. I mean, <laughs> you I can was, help a life out. I was being real, but it's all right. <laughs> But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed the second episode. Hopefully, you guys continue to fuck with us. Thank you. Uh, listen to the next episode. It's going to hopefully be out shortly, and we'll see you all next time. Let's get it.